Hey everyone, welcome back to uh, Get Back Up Show. Um, we have some big news actually. I have Horace Reese joining me here. He is going to be my new co-host for Get Back Up. So, woo! Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited. So uh, we're gonna do this together rather than just me. Um, I think it's better to have a co-host. I think it's better with two people, two minds working together. Um, we have a lot of similarities with the way we think and then mm -hmm. um, we have uh, a few new things that we're hoping to do. Yeah. Um, we're hoping to interview maybe a little bit more um, prominent guests along with local. So I, I want to kind of mix the two. I think mm -hmm. that'd be good. So. Yeah, it's a good mix. Anything you want to say hi or anything? No, I'm add? super excited. We have a lot of really cool things um, in the pipeline that we're planning on doing. So yeah, um, you guys will hear about it soon. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, the, today's guests, we had uh, Carly and Tim uh, Stoller. Um, they are family friends um, and they are awesome. They just started uh, a business called Ability Builder mm -hmm. um, and they their main message is really just to help people um, find their strengths and to really strengthen their strengths. Um, mm -hmm. They want to build build themselves into something that they see themselves as, right. I guess. And not, not even that, just from a personal point of view, like they are amazing people to model your life after, mm -hmm. your habits to get into, you know, certain habits and build rituals and um, how to build discipline, how to have a successful relationship. Definitely. I mean, there are so many things you can learn from yep. on this episode that it's not just business alone. Like you can learn a lot. Right. And Carly calls Tim hashtag goals, but I think, yeah. I think both of them are hashtag goals. About like everything. They're, they're yeah. both just hashtag yeah, goals. They are. They're, they're really great. It'll, it's a great conversation. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. So uh, mm -hmm. we'll get right into it. Yeah. Let's do it. We have uh, Carly and Tim here, um, and I also have Horace here with me, my new co-host. I just told you about him. Um, but we have uh, Carly and Tim. They are out in Fort Collins, Colorado, um, and they have a new business called uh, Ability Builder. And if you guys would be so kind just to start kind of explaining what Ability Builder is. Yeah. Hi, Nick. Hi, Harris. Thanks Hi, for having Nick us. Harris. Thanks. <laughs> um, so Ability Builder, it's, I went back when you kind of first asked us about this and just to look and see what I wrote, and I wrote down my why. And it says that I want to inspire and help others to see what's blocking their joy, share my own experiences to help others see what they um, that they're not alone, and then give a line of sight to those that can't see that right now. And like, if you look at our Instagram, it says we're here for inspiration, but also accountability and then to deliver results. So that's, you know, kind of the, the focus and we can get into the meat of what we do, but, and then you kind of have your own why as well. Yeah. My, my why is to basically give the, a, a little of hands-on cause I'm, I'm in the construction industry. I do a lot of, uh, hands-on training and to give that perspective of how no matter what uh, you do for a living, you can actually build yourself and get uh, a better understanding of who you are and what you do mm -hmm. in, in that aspect. For sure. Yeah. So go ahead. Get, go ahead and get into the meat of like what you do. I'm curious to like what, what uh, resources do you use and how do you get the message out? 
Yeah, and it's a little bit about like what I do and um, what I've now chosen to call my investor, aka my day job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm definitely a workaholic, and I love my, my company. So my company, um, it has the one of the best missions in the world about water, and I. I'm one of those people that never feels like they're working. You know, I jump up and I'm ready to hit, I could go into the office right now. Like, I love it. Um, but what I do is leadership development and leadership development doesn't just mean you have to have a person reporting to you. So I work with people, coach them, give them 360s, which is an assessment that lets you know what your boss thinks of you and your peers and your teams. And, and that's hard feedback to get. Um, but like last night we were at the gym mm. with Hank, our personal trainer who got killed me <laughs> <laughs> and I got a message from somebody who had had a 360 and I talked them through it before they got the results. And they said, you know, yeah, is it hard to read? But because you prepped me for this, I'm not letting them take away who I am or my power or letting it, you know, kind of destroy me. And so I'm, I'm just a coach that people like, I'm, I feel like I'm coaching every day. Somebody might come to just hand me. A, a file and all of a sudden I'm coaching them and so <laughs> I can't do that every day I have a lot of other things that I do yeah. um and so you know when I was talking to Tim and I was like I want to do this with us because people are drawn to Tim Tim has this energy and you know we'll be sitting <laughs> might be having a beverage of alcoholic content you know like <laughs> Like the waiter or the bartender, they all like Tim. I'm like, hey, babe, I'm here. Like, <laughs> yeah. date and you know, but he'll be talking to you know whoever and helping them with their lives. I'm like, we have something here. We we need to do something more intentional with this. And with all the you know, I have almost 30 years of experience, and Tim has it as well. You know, I want him to have confidence because of all the work that he does in the construction industry with brand new people working in really dangerous situations. I mean, I'm worried about him every day till he comes home. Yep. And it's just like, it's the superpower that we have together and this energy and people are always like, you're the super couple. Like, well, we fight about laundry and stuff too, yeah. but yeah, we do. Have some <laughs> it, it truly is that. And like what to tack on to what Carly said, you know, it's my ability is to, I get new people all the time that I have to work with and it's, learning who they are immediately, finding their abilities, uh, and then tasking those specific abilities to a job that I have to do, and knowing that I can do that so that they are safe, you know, and whatever they do. And so that trait I kind of learned over the years, and, you know, if you take that and you can look at somebody or look at what they're doing in whatever avenue that they do for a living, and help them specifically with those tasks and show them how to put that ability to work for them instead of um, just basically going, hey, you can only do this. This is it. So sorry, we're bringing our dog into the picture. She yeah. has to come in. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you listening, it's a cute little Yorkie, yeah. but um, she wants to do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. what we want to do. We want to take people's ability and enhance that for them, you know? Yeah. And make them a better them. Yeah, and if you like some of what are some of the actual things that we're doing. So I do speaking events, right? And Tim wants to get into that too. And then um, we have our podcast right now. And, and that's more talking about some really foundational concepts in the beginning. And we'll work up to things that are more probably complex. 
Um, but it really helped us to understand what is our own why. Yes, we have the why of ability builder, but we have much bigger whys for mm -hmm. each other sure. and ourselves, yes. right? Sure, sure. And then how, how do you take, because you can have a dream, but somebody I follow says, you know, a goal is a dream of boots on. So how do you get your goal? Like really actual goal. It's really like, good, yeah. yeah, I like that. I, I love it. And then we, we literally task out our dreams, our goals into things that we do every day to make our tasks work for us. And so that's the kind of like knowledge we want to give to people. So it's really, it's our Instagram and our Facebook and our Twitter to build an audience so people know that we're out here to help them. Mm -hmm. Even if one person, we just want to get the word out. And then, um, you know, our speaking events and our podcast are what would help people to take the tools and the knowledge and then tangibly use them. Eventually I can see this being, you know, my big dreams would be academies or, um, you know, three day long events that people can come oh, to so learn from. Yeah. And, um, you know, training materials and, you know, Tim would love to write a book. I, I'm, um, he's a spontaneous one and I am the, <laughs> and let's prep, let's have, you know, so, um, I won't ever do anything as fast as Tim wants to, <laughs> but it's a, it's a really good bet. Absolutely. That's awesome. So I, I was thinking of like workshops. That's, that was mm -hmm. the word I was thinking of with the academy or what you were talking about or like doing weekend things. Those yeah. like workshops would be awesome. I would totally go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys would be speakers. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things though, if everybody has, and I can't remember if I was, who I was listening to, but uh, they were telling me that in this book, audio book, I was, and it really struck me was everybody has a specific ability that they're masters at. You know, they, they can do one thing great. And if you can enhance that one thing in that person and have them train somebody else, that's how we all build, you know? Mm -hmm. And that struck me really hard because I was like, wow, you know, I, I do have an ability or maybe one or two abilities, but then you, I work with Carly and she's like, you know, a guru with a lot of these abilities because that's what she does for a living. You know, she trains these people, but it's just speaking with that person and gaining that knowledge from them, uh, at kind of a hard knocks learning instead of like going to school and getting your book work and doing all that kind of stuff, which I do also, but it's just putting all those aspects together. Cause I, like Carly had said about a planner, you know, like we literally, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I plan my day and then we sit together and plan what all of our stuff are, are going to happen. And then we task it and then make those goals happen. And if you actually do those specific tasks that you break it down into a daily little routine, those things will happen. You'll make them happen. There's no, it's not, I don't know if this is going to happen or I wish this would happen. It mm -hmm. just happens. You make them happen. Right. So, right. Taking a step back, I'm actually curious. You said four o'clock in the morning. That's incredible. There's a lot of people that, um, you know, don't have that discipline or drive to get up, or they do the complete opposite and they'll work until four in the morning and then go to bed. Um, how important and what are the keys to building such a good routine um, and getting up at four a.m.? You know, what's that mindset or discipline like? I believe that you know, in when I was listening to Brandon Bouchard, I was reading his book mm -hmm. and he was saying specifically in his habits book about he had, you know, after I got through the whole book and right at the end, he's like, I don't care if you get anything out of this book. It's specifically get your health in check. He goes, you know, you, the healthier you are as a person can create your mental stability and your energy. 
And so we did that, you know, we went on a diet, not really so much a diet, just a life change of what we wanted to do for ourselves, got ourselves to where you build that energy. And so, and then we just got routine into specifics. I would say, so mine's a a little different. (laughs) Um, Tim is a morning person or or a very disciplined mindset. If he says he's going to do it, he does it. No question. And I'll be like, snooze, snooze, snooze. (laughs) So... I am, um, my mom always says I was born on the winter solstice, which is the longest night of the year. And <laughs> maybe I been like a koala bear. <laughs> 23 hours a day, I think. Yeah. Um, so I was the person that would get up at 6.30 or snooze until like the like last possible minute I could still make it to work on time, right? And um, here's a secret, I have, Oh, I don't know if I want to say this. I, once I was um, on a conference call, <laughs> not a WebEx, but I was on a conference <laughs> call and I hadn't taken my shower yet. And so I did my presentation and then jumped in the shower and put them on speaker. And <laughs> 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 I was running so late. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Now that would stress me completely out. There's no And I'm just like, I got this. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I'm one of them. Get to work at a half an hour before I have to have my time to like, yeah. I'm like regimented. Yeah. You know, so, that's- so I had to have a really strong why. And then I had to tell myself that you were going to be very productive so that you can go to bed on time. Cause I was also working really late. So I was getting out of bed. First thing was email probably even before I brushed my teeth or like my feet hit the floor mm-hmm. and would be working until I came home, eat a cold dinner. Cause I was late and then start working again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now I make sure that we're in bed. I'm in bed like 9.30, 10. He's still in bed before me. But um, And then get a really good night's sleep. Like, don't be in bed and stay on your social media because that's what right. I do for getting mm-hmm. sucked into that vortex. And then when 4.30 comes, I don't hit the snooze. I don't allow myself. I'm just up. Mm-hmm. And when I'm up, then, yeah, we, um, like, eat together. We journal together. Um the biggest thing is I, I saw one of my friends starting to transform on Instagram and you might know her, Nick, um, Melissa Lager, and she has her own academy around. Um, she was the girls, Emily and Tara's um, cheer coach. Oh, that's okay. I know who she is now. Yeah. And she's from Omaha and she moved to New York and I've stayed in contact with her mm-hmm. and I just started to see her become this, I don't know, it was like just transforming and become brighter, just everything. And I said, Melissa, what are you doing? And she said, I'm getting up early. And I said, what? Like, that would make me have bags under my eyes. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she said, I joined this group called the 5 a.m. Club, and it's a bunch of entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial women that start meeting at 5 a.m. and just talking about what inspires them, giving themselves, you know, um, business ideas. And I said, can I join? And she said, yeah, you can join in September. So September of last year, I joined. Now, probably for the first month and a half, I took the call from my bed <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't know my why yet. And then right around November, somebody at work told me that I just wasn't myself anymore. And it's because I was traveling and I was working and I was trying to do the family and thinking about this business. Mm-hmm. And so then I just had to like reset, refresh. And I didn't want to join the 5 a.m. club at five when everybody was talking already because they're on New York time, yeah. so I started so getting it. East Coast 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're on mountain time. So. Yeah. So I got up at 4.30, and now when I join, um, I'm awake, my mind is ready, 
and I can just, yeah, it's like I'm in charge of my day and everything's much more productive and I'm ready for bed at 9.30 and then to get back up at 4.30. Yeah, okay. That's not bad. Yeah. See, that's that's the problem for me would be the discipline to go to bed. Yeah. I, I just, I, I would, I, I'm so much rather just stay up and, and do things. And then if I try to get up early, I'm like, well, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> my body's not letting can't. me. Yeah. It's not sustainable. And I was asking myself, what am I doing from like 10 to 11.30 or 10 to midnight? And I was Netflixing. I was Instagramming. I was, you know, answering emails. I'm like, no, you teach people how to treat you. And I was teaching people that I was a 24-7 Carly and I'm not like. I, yeah. I got a great thing from the one of the podcasts Ed Milet put on. He's, okay. <clears throat> he specifically said, you know, 90% of your time between, you know, the, that nighttime is you're checking your emails, you're checking your, you know, like Facebooks, and then you go off on this tangent and on this road, and before you know it, it's a half an hour here, half an hour there. And he said, if you added up all that time at night and actually mm -hmm. just get to your sleep and then got up in the morning and did that, he goes, because between three, well, he says between about three or four in the morning or about four in the morning till six, nobody's awake. You have that unconditional time to do anything. No businesses are running unless you're like international, you know. Right. Which she is, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's in that time you have this complete focused time. And I luckily I can, I wake up, boom, and I'm ready. I can be doing anything. And it takes sometimes people a little longer, but I, I've learned that like immediately when I get up, I energize myself, 32 ounces of water, just down it, you know, and that, and, and, Very I, good. I, and it, it literally just gets me energized. I start focusing on my planner that gets me into the right mindset. Once I get into that mindset, I'm ready just to work. You know, Tim is hashtag goals. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like it. That's awesome. To get there. Yeah. Uh, Tim, question on the water. I know. Um, I believe it might have been Ed that mentioned it too, but uh, I drink a, a liter of water every morning too. But I try to make it cold because it shocks your body and it really gets you awake fast. Um, is your water cold, warm? Do you notice a difference? Have you tried both? That's um, so funny. Because when I first started, I'd get to about, you know, half of it gone, you know, but it yeah. was really cold. And so I kind of just take like lukewarm water and dr drink that because it's easier for me to digest real quick. Right. And I, I read about that. And I haven't gotten to that point where I can just do cold, cold water. But yeah. it's increasingly getting better. But it's it's it literally because you wake up, you kind of feel hungry, you know, like yeah. I do. I'm an immediate hungry person. But when I drink that water, it's like start to feel full. And then I feel energized because it's like your body has nothing in it but that water, you know, to hydrate yourself. And so, yeah, that's that's a great question, you know, because mm -hmm. I and I don't know the if there's anything scientific with that. I would love to know. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of science behind it because if you drink cold water, uh, splash your face cold, cold showers are becoming a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Wim Hof. He's he just started this uh, seven day challenge online. Wim Hof is an incredible human being. He have you heard about him? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, this guy. Have you guys heard about him at all? I'm, I'm no, we're writing it writing down. It down. <laughs> this guy is one of a kind. So he he makes his core body temperature never change. Um, so he he walked Mount Everest in nothing but shorts, so no socks, no shoes, nothing. Um, and his body temperature never changed. And uh, doctors were saying, you know, you're one of a kind. You're a genetic, you know, freak. And he said, okay, well, put a bunch of, you know, tubes on me and whatever and put me in a big ice bath and I'll show you guys scientifically that my body won't change um, temperatures. So they did that and his body didn't. 
And he has a brother, a twin brother, actually, ironically enough. He has a twin brother where he couldn't do the same thing. And then Wim Hof taught him how to do it. And he did the test again. And he did the same thing. And he wow. said, okay, it's just your family. And he's like, no, 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 no. He taught 12 more people how to do it. And now he has classes on how to do this. And oh there's a bunch gosh. of science behind it, bringing it back to kind of what we were talking about. Um, to doing something cold right when you wake up to either shock your body, um, um, turn on the brain. There's a lot of science actually behind doing it. Um, and it's a good habit. Wow. wow. That's crazy. I love what? challenges. I know it energizes me. And I love, like she even said, the challenges. And that's kind of how I task my things. Like, you know, my in the planners that I do, it, it'll give me basically what is your challenge, you know? So it kind of sets it up real quick. Like ten challenges I'm gonna do in the next you know year or two years, and I set up one for our diet, and then I did one now. It's more my physical and mental uh, strength. So th those are, you know, Tim always has to have something new and challenging see, happening, yeah. right? And I'm like, let's, <laughs> totally. yeah. let's sustain this for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> keep track of it and I still continue on with the other ones but it's just I have to have new and exciting something yeah. flashbang in front of me you know that's I could do you know yeah. so. so now we have a personal trainer Hank yeah so <laughs> yeah going back to that water thing though um you know who Aubrey Marcus is mm -hmm. yeah if you guys have heard of Aubrey Marcus he's the founder of Onnit Gym uh in Austin Texas yeah he has a book I just read um well not just read but recently uh own the day own your life and he talks about um, he talks about the the water he drinks in the morning. It's actually called a morning cocktail. <laughs> and he puts a uh, lemon. So you take a lemon, you squeeze lemon juice into your water, and then he puts uh, a pinch of salt, um, Himalayan salt, yep. into the water. And I guess what it does is it resets some sort of chemical in your body, um, and it gets you kind of energized for the day. So I've actually been doing that for the last couple of months, and I love it. Like I I feel more. Like, if I just down a glass of that in the morning, I feel like I'm more energized throughout the day. It's super weird. I don't know exactly what the science is behind it. He's, he explains it a little bit, but um, it's interesting. And then he also does talks about the cold showers, too. Mm -hmm. He says, actually, you can take just a normal shower, and then at the end of your shower, just turn it on super cold for about two minutes. Yeah. And then you'll be fine. It's a long two minutes, though. <laughs> but it is. It's like, no, it's horrible. I've done it. I have heard of that. Like I do the lemon in my water, but not the salt. So I'm going to try that. And then I'm also trying to drink. You're supposed to drink half your body weight in ounces of yeah. water a day. So, because I do the Five to Thrive, um, which is a Rachel Hollis. Um, and she's an inspirational speaker and just like becoming a mogul. She's amazing. But it's like, you know, go to bed an hour early so you can get up an hour early. Move your body for 30 minutes, even if it's just playing with your dog. Yeah. Right? And... Um, <laughs> It's gratitude, so 10 things you're grateful for every day. Giving up something that's not good for you. Like, I gave up soda and monster energy drinks in August and haven't ever gone back. Um, and the water. So I think that's all five. But, um, yeah, the water has been life-changing, first of all, physically, and just what it does for your energy and your mind. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree. Awesome. I actually have a question for you guys to make a little bit of a pivot. Yeah. Um, we're all mentioning all these different names. You know, Timmy mentioned Ed Milet. We're all mentioning a bunch of these, you know, more well-known entrepreneurs. Why is it important to follow them, learn from them? How do you find the right ones? Because there's a million entrepreneurs out there and you have, you know, um, the Ty Lopez's of the world. Look at all my cool cars. Mm -hmm. um, how is it? 
how do you differentiate from someone that, you know, how do you pick the right people to learn from? I, I'll let Carly go first because she has different ones than I do. So this is a great question, honestly. Yeah. So, so the yeah. first thing, like, I, I think I find a lot of the people that I follow, I mean, first for my own mentors that are real life mentors, you know, they okay. will turn me on to people. And then I like to find, I like to read their book or their podcast, listen to their podcast or mm -hmm. um, check out their Instagram. And then I was looking at my Instagram and I was looking at what I want to be in or what I identify with. Cause I think a lot of people don't, aren't letting themselves be like who their true identity is because they're kind of scared of it. And it's almost like you're Superman, but you're always in your Clark Kent outfit, you know? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, and so I wanted to be in my, my Superwoman outfit really all the time and, and not be ashamed of that. So I was looking at my Instagram. I was like, does my Instagram, because I spent a lot of time there, you know, like one or two hours, I think on average is what it's telling me I'm there a day right now. And so I'm like, is it representing who I think I am or who I want to be. And it wasn't, it was, um, people that for the second would inspire me. But after that would almost make me feel bad about myself, mm -hmm. like living this life. I didn't think was achievable or looking away. I didn't think I could ever look like, and it wasn't giving me any energy. So I'm like, all right, who, you know, do I need to follow? And, um, then I've, I found Rachel Hollis through, um, someone I, I look up to. And then I was listening to only the parts of what she was saying that, I could identify with that I wanted to be. So she recommends a ton of people and I would check them out and test them and then follow them. And then I would unfollow all or mute all that other junk or garbage that was taking me away or distracting me. Like, I'm not going to be a supermodel, guys. I'm five, six, but really I'm five, five and three quarters. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. And looking at them doesn't do me any good, right? It doesn't give me energy, but other people like John Maxwell, who's like the OG of leadership, they say. Mm -hmm. And I love Ed Milet. I love, um, um, oh, what's Andy's last name? The MF CEO, if you can oh. handle his, oh, Priscilla. Yeah, oh, Priscilla. yeah, yeah. Andy and Emily yeah. Priscilla. They, they use some bad language, but their stuff is really good, yeah. right? Or Trent Shelton or Brendan Burchard, like you're saying. Yeah. Um, but I follow people that are going to, that represent who I believe I am and have done it and experienced all the bad stuff and let me know how to try to avoid those barriers and just go forward. Like, like listen and learn and it changes, it evolves with, as I'm evolving. Right. Right. Mine originally started with, you know, some of the stuff that Carly did. Cause if you knew anything about me, I was not a computer literate phone literate. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. And you had I, a flip phone until I, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. I had a flip phone. until about a year. <laughs> So I literally, you know, got into just like listening. And then I got, you know, I was just like, I'm going to get something from anybody because I don't know enough about anything, you know? And so <laughs> then I started thinking about, okay, what are my, what motivates me? What makes me happy? What makes me, even like some people's voices got to a point where I'm like, I can't listen to these people because just how they're talking, you know, they're like, ah, I'm so happy. And I'm like, I'm not that happy all the time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I'm like, and then I got to people who were like, you know, um, got a point across and weren't trying to sell you something, you know, right. they, they were saying to you and they didn't have all the commercials and the ads and everything in there. It was literally just content and how to build specifically how to make yourself better. And, you know, I, I like to just get to the point. I don't want to listen to a four hour spiel on how you do it. I want to, 
my task. It's just kind of how I am. I'm like, give me the points, the bullets, then I'll apply it. And so depending on who you are as a person, you know, and what you're looking for, you got to look at those specific things, you know. Yeah. Um, they're not for, like, I love Brene Brown. I want to meet her. If anybody yeah. hears this and can hook me up, like, yeah. I, <laughs> my spirit sure. animal. I well, heard her speak. I watched her. She you spoke but, on a stage next by yeah, her. You I know? spoke on it. Yeah. Well, she didn't know <laughs> there. Yeah. She had no idea. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she did. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. but he can't necessarily listen. You'd probably like to read her book, but the way she, like, reads her books, Tim's not into it. Yeah. And that's just the thing. It's what mm-hmm. what she motivates me. It's not for him yeah. right now. And hers is more, you know, I do a lot of audiobooks because I drive a lot for, for yeah. work. But everything I do is an audiobook a lot, and then sometimes I'll sit down and read. But my time between all the other things I do with school and everything, I just don't have that. So audiobooks, anytime I'm doing something, I'm always trying to – as I call it, ability build, you know, mm-hmm. so, and that's my thing. And that's kind of, you know, so I, I got into that point. And so now I just switch to, I think my favorite guy is John Maxwell. A lot of it comes down he, to his, he, did. he has spirit and his spirit yeah. is, drives him, you know, it's in his soul. It's in his body. He's yeah. not, he's no, he can't do anything else. Yeah. He can't do anything else. It, it was like, <laughs> it was his, his, he was born to do what he's doing. He's, he's like in his seventies and he's releasing a book in like, Oh, I think it comes out this month and he's on the Ed Milet show. Like he's so relevant and right. been this for 40 years. It's just, it's ridiculous. He's, yeah. And he does, uh, amazing. His, he did something with Ed Milet and it, and it was really funny. It was like, cause Ed Milet was like, Oh my gosh, you've done this and you have 40 million people who bought your books and everything along that line. And he goes, yeah, because I'm old. He goes, that's how I <laughs> you know? And so he's just so humble, you know, and he does this thing when he came into that. He goes, you know, he was trying to, the minute he got to meet uh, with Ed, he was trying to, how do I help Ed? You know, he comes with that spirit of like, what can I do to make this better? Yeah, and right. so I like that too, you know, that's yeah. one of the major things. There's so, a quote I heard a long time ago that says, uh, you'll get everything you want in your life when you help a lot of people get what they want in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love that. Because, like, right now we're not making a dime off of what we're doing, right? But that's, like, you know, um, I, I just want to be able to live my best life and help other people live their best life. And like Tim said, the people he's learning from aren't trying to sell <clears throat> a thing. Like, Rachel Hollis recorded something that's in her book that you should probably go buy or her journal. Like I have one of Rachel Hollis's journals, but they sell out every time. And she's like, if you didn't get one or you can't afford it, listen to my podcast. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it in your own, like five cents, right? No problem. And that's what I love. People who are just like, I have a gift and I just want to give it to you. I don't want your money. If you want to give me your money, you want to buy the thing. Great. That will help the people that work for me or to help my family. But, like, I just want to help you, and that's what we want to do. Like, if we never make a penny, right, we have day jobs, but we just feel like we have this knowledge that we just want to give to people to help them just, like, eliminate. We can't eliminate all the barriers, but some of the things that you can just avoid. I'd like to make money someday, Joe. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to have nice things. But, you know, like, we just wish that you could just. Like just honest. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I call it just wanna want it disease. Tim has the just wanna want it disease. I just yeah. want it. I just want it. <laughs> I actually rather and, and just to make I don't 
I mean, like I say, you, I don't have to be rich doing it. I want to be able to be fulfilled, uh, you know, yeah. and be able to know that I'm giving my whole life and I don't have to do a nine to five job. I do a four to 10 job, you know, four yeah. in the morning till 10. I live that life. Well, you know? yeah. Cause we know that if this became our world, we would be working probably even more hours than we work now. Yeah. Right. Like right. when it's business, like, uh, yeah, it's crazy, but I just, I don't know. It's like we've come from absolutely nothing and we have overcome some really strong, difficult challenges sure. and come out the other side for it. And I think that for me, it was like, have you guys heard of um, Carol Dweck growth mindset? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Okay. There's the fixed mindset that I was born with whatever skills or gifts or mm-hmm. IQ that I can have. And growth mindset is I can learn anything. I can do anything. I can be mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And um, there was somebody that um, was talking about like train ugly as a, as a company and they took the growth mindset and they basically did something called the, um, the untalent show to prove a point that (laughs) pick something you don't know how to do right now. And by the end of the week, you're going to come to the untalent show because you can't be great at anything in a week probably. And then you're going to perform whether it's a dance or a guitar or singing or, but you are definitely better with intentional practice over a week and a growth mindset than you would be at the fixed mindset. I totally agree. I love it. And so for so long, I had a fixed mindset or I was letting people (coughs) make me have a fixed mindset. I had assumed constraints and I had like, I'd given away all my power and made myself small. And until like my boss would tell me like, don't be afraid to be amazing. And you know, the only one who doesn't have confidence in yourself is you. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is all me. I control all of this and I have all of this knowledge. And, and, and then it just was like, you know, then once I have this confidence, like you are freaking unstoppable. And do I have bad days? 100% I have bad days. And do people still get to me? Yes, they do. Cause we all want to be liked and we all want to satisfy people and be seen as the expert. And there's mean people out there. Hashtag don't be mean. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell yeah. them about like the, when you were um, given, you know, like talking to people and how it's that first uh, part you you were, you were nervous about, oh. but it's like how you introduced yourself. Yeah. So I went through a period of stage fright. So I'm, a, I've been in speech and debate since like seventh grade, probably I've been giving speeches and then my job is like what I do mm-hmm. 70% of the time. And I love it, but I got, I went through a period of stage fright and I had a mentor that was helping me to get over myself. And again, it was all about confidence, comparing myself to others. And I, I got in my head is what happened, but it was a physical reaction. Like I turned red and I'd lose my breath. And it, yeah, it, I was, I made it about me and not about the audience. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, how do they right. think I look? How do they think I sound? Do they think I'm smart? Do I, am I better than the person that's going to be before me or after me? Mm-hmm. And they helped me to see that I was great after about the first five minutes, if I could make them laugh, or do some self-deprecating humor, like, you know, Mm -hmm. to get the attention off of me. And so I did use that practice. But the other thing is, um, it's actually Teddy Roosevelt quote, but it's something Brene Brown says in a lot of her speeches and books, but it's the man in the arena quote. Have you guys heard of that? Mm -hmm. So it's basically saying that, you know, the person that tries, whether they fail, as long as they get back up, is the person that's to be celebrated and the people that are allowed to give them feedback. Cause we all need feedback to grow mm-hmm. good and constructive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's only if those people are in that arena fighting with you, like we're right. in the arena fighting together, you know, 
then somebody else doesn't get to have an opinion about our relationship or the way we work together because this is what matters, right? Mm -hmm. uh, or same with people at work. Like, if you're helping me or you're on my team, like, that's my boss. Those people get to have an opinion. But if you're just sitting on the sidelines throwing tomatoes in the cheat seats, you don't get to have an opinion. Keep <laughs> 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 it to yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and, and so that helped me to learn who I take feedback from, where I gain my growth from, instead of taking in all these data points, like take the data that's valid and use that, right? Sure. And that's what helps, I think, um, me for sure. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That um, awesome. I wanted to kind of get into the move. So you guys used yeah. to live in Nebraska, and now you guys live in Fort Collins, Colorado. So what was the biggest challenge moving moving just to a different state in general? Oh, I, I'd say the first challenge was is, uh, uh, our daughter <clears throat> was graduating high school at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I stayed back for almost nine, seven, seven months while she moved. So the separation mm -hmm. and we're one of those teams that we have mm -hmm. to be together. You know, I mean, like it, yeah. it, it just doesn't work without us being together. You know, mm -hmm. we're kind of yin and yang, you know, some. He's my dude. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh. That was probably the most stressful part of the move in general. You know, yeah, because yeah, you're not like your whole self. And so I got offered this job and we had had a dream to move to Colorado. We honeymooned out here and, um, you know, it, we wanted to be out here in 10 years. We got out here in nine and I got offered my literal dream job. And but I but I love the job that I was doing. And my team was like magic and my boss was amazing. And. I'm like, what? And Tim's like, we've got to do it. And I'm like, I she don't want to do it. She didn't like change, remember? So <laughs> hers is like, yeah. or you're more spontaneous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. And I was going from like a multi-million dollar business to a two billion dollar business, and I was working, you know, nationally, and this was going to be global. And I thought I can do this for people in. North America, but can I do this for people in Germany and Netherlands and, you know, and within Asia? And I was talking myself out like, no, I can't. And I can't learn it. I can't do it. And I don't know anybody. And um, so being separated from the person who gives you your confidence when you don't have it, you know, or refills your cup, so to speak. Um, but I remember like we did it mm -hmm. and um, Tim had to stay back and I loaded up the Jeep and I'm driving. And I think I got to about Scott's Bluff and had like full-blown anxiety had to pull oh, over <laughs> like like all my stuff is in my car and i'm so scared <laughs> it's not very far like <laughs> <laughs> we're sad that i was leaving and yeah so yeah a little mini like life attack there so but i made it all the way and um i think yeah just making it through those seven months like trying to build something new at my new company but um, also coming home for my kids and for my husband and mm -hmm. and leaving family like everybody try and friends everything yeah yeah I believe that when you're trying to do something good in your life like it's almost like there's this energy holding you down like gravity pulling you back like people made us feel guilty and they didn't do it from a bad place they love us mm -hmm. you know and we love them and they felt like they were being left behind and so I think family and friends making you feel bad, thinking you got to find a new dentist and a new pediatrician and a new church and, you know, all the things. Like, yeah, it was just well, it's even, even tough when people say to you, you know, like, 
when you leave, they'll they'll be like, oh, I'm going to miss you so much. You know, that gets in your head after a while because you're like, oh, all these people are going to miss me. And I don't have any, any, of, any that. of that of where I'm going, you know. Yeah. But they do it out of, like, out of love, you know. Right. And, and, you know, you realize the true people that are there for you and want to help you and things along that line, uh, you know, when you're in the process of doing these things because they still stay in contact. Like, you guys. Yeah, you make it work and then you realize different avenues of, you know, yeah. like. And what a great place to vacation. Like, you yeah. two, come out here. Yeah. Like, yes, please. <laughs> How it's beautiful. It's like every day is ridiculous. It's harder to stay inside than it yeah. is to. You, you just walk outside and there's mountains. I mean, and there's. Yeah. And, well, I mean, Coors Field is on my list of uh, stadiums to go to this year. So yeah. I'll let you guys up on my go. <laughs> Tell us the game and we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sweet. <laughs> well, I have one more question, um, and it's another little bit of a pivot. Um, but I'm really curious to kind of pick your guys' brain because it seems like you guys have just such a good superpower. Um, you know, Nick and I running this podcast, it's easy because we literally both are so easygoing. Mm. Um, we're pretty much the same person, like business minded. Um, and you guys are complete polar opposites. And you're, you know, a couple, you guys are married. How do you make that work? Because, you know, you're so different from each other, but you're also, you know, you you have to have that other person um, in a relationship supporting. Why don't you say that? Because it's uh, like, well, right before our podcast or something, we'll literally be debating. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why are we doing this? You know, like we, we literally do that. And then we just. Or come, forgets the topic. Or forgets the topic. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we talking about? And she's like. I don't know. I'm like, well, I'll go get the computer. I'll just look it up. I don't know, you know. And so, but she and we we do debate, but it's like you have to have a mutual respect for each other to a point where it's like we know where we want to go. And I'm never like arguing with her. It's just you know we have different points of view, and I think that actually is good because it's you get you can connect with different people, you know, and or in different ways. And she'll sometimes say something. I'm like, wow, wow, that applies to this, you know? And I have this thing where I, I still work on it every day and I have it, but I interrupt all the time because I'm like, if it gets in my brain, I'm like, I got to shoot it out, you know, and tell everybody, you know? And, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, and, and if it, Oh, if you don't, and sometimes I think she tells me, she's like, stop, or she'll touch my leg, like, shut up, you know? <laughs> you can see what, yeah. That's I'm my international it. sign of shut up, you know? <laughs> but it's, it's those subtle things to, it makes me realize, and once I realize, hey, if I do shut up, I got two ears to listen, one mouth to talk, I learn more yeah. that way, you know? So one, I think, like, first of all, like nobody will ever have the experiences we've gone through together. Like yeah. that cannot be, we have this bond because of what we've gone through. And so many times it could have gone South or bad or separate. Mm -hmm. Right. And we were so committed to each other and this, you know, um, this connection that we had that we're not willing to sacrifice it. And then I would say that we inspire each other. Like I learned so much from Tim and he gets talked about in my classes all the time because he's amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I use him as an example, sometimes with or without permission, but yeah. So <laughs> he absolutely inspires me and, and, you know, and then like we have the same why. We, it might look different or like manifest differently, but we know what we want and we're getting there together. And 
yeah, there's things that um, he can do that I just, I, I can't right now because like they're his gifts and he's teaching me and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, she's teaching me a lot. Interesting. More. I don't know. Like, yeah, it just gets us going. We we're probably nerds. I don't know. But like we could sit on a full Saturday. What are you calling a nerd? If we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if we were talking to you guys, we would be having these kind of conversations. Just the two <laughs> yeah. of us. We love, we could talk about forever. Our daughter would be like, I'm going to go upstairs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so every day is an adventure. We could be doing that, or we could be out hiking, you know, one of these mountains, and it's just awesome. One thing that I heard that made, and for any relationship, I always try to tell this to everybody because it really connected with me. We got married in a Catholic church, and when we got married, you have to take these courses, and so uh, with a priest. And so the priest told me, you know, they give you this little questionnaire, you fill it out. Long story short, you hope you match, otherwise you hope you match, because otherwise (laughs) they go through every little detail. So the detail they said basically was. You need to put your partner first over anybody, and well, over your kids, you know, over your kids and everything. And I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" You know, like my kids. Are- <laughs> well, and we should say we had both had marriages before and kiddos before, so you're like a Brady Bunch family. Yeah, right. And so when we, when I got into that mindset, I was like, "Okay, hey, if you're not happy in a relationship or a partnership with in a business, and you guys can't have that understanding, like, hey, let's shut the door." It's just you and me in this room. We have to talk it out, whether it's business, whether it's the yeah. relationship. You yeah. And you have to have that common ground that you know, I trust this person. Yeah. And no matter what, if you have that love, because ultimately that's all we seek in life as people, love and connection. You know, mm-hmm. If you get have that specific, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll basically get anything done that you want. You know? mm-hmm. so. That's why my team at work, like this is about us. And, you know, there's as long as we know why we're here and why we're doing and that we have each other's backs, no matter what we can overcome anything. Like I'm not throwing you under the bus. You're not throwing me under the bus. Mm-hmm. Anything you do is with the intent we agreed upon. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, as a team or as a couple, I think in business relationships, friendships, it can work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I, I like the way you guys point, put that out though. I, I think what, what I kind of take from that is you can be different people as long as you have an open mindset of each other. Because yeah. it, it as as long as as long as you have the understanding and being open with the other person's differences, you guys will be fine. And that's kind of something that I've seen before is other people that are different, they don't get along because they don't have the open mind. Right. So that's that's kind of the kicker. That's the difference. The other thing I'll I'll put on that too is you know a lot of people and this is one thing I can I still have a really tough hard hard time with is her and me like to do things together all the time. There's a lot mm-hmm. of things she does that. I don't know how to do. So maybe people are scared to do those things, you know, mm-hmm. but in a relationship, it's about growth, you know? And so, or in a business, it's about growth. And right. so sometimes you got to take on those things that scare you to death and <laughs> your fears and attack them. And so like, I'm one of the people, you know, I just go straight at it. Some people get, you know, they hold back and like, how do I do this? How do I maneuver through these things? And you definitely have to take on fears. Your fears are what bring you closer to a connection with your business partner or your partner in general in life. And I always tell everybody like, fears are always gonna be there. You're gonna have resistance. Every person that I've uh, read and stuff, that's what they they do specifically is go after those fears to make themselves better, you know? I wanna, so there's one thing I think about when I think about business partnerships or relationships or friendships. And it's this, so I draw it in class and I drew it down here, but 
if you think about a cycle, right? Like an arrow pointing to another arrow pointing to another arrow. Right? In a big, big circle. In a big circle, yeah. Yep. So in the middle is trust. So first you have to have implicit trust that whatever you do is, is for, for the good. Then it comes, because it's back to what you said, Nick. First there's awareness. Awareness that we bring similar and different things to mm -hmm. the right? And then it becomes appreciation because usually what happens when you become aware of somebody's differences, you judge them or you stereotype them or you bucket them mm -hmm. yep. and you decide if I like it, I'll be nice. If I don't like it, I'm probably not going to interact in a mm -hmm. good way mm -hmm. or not at all. So then you try to find the appreciation for the difference. Like, oh, that's cool. I want to learn more about it. I want to get it. And then you take action, right? So once you appreciate it, like you either decide to work together or have them teach you the thing. And so it's awareness, appreciation, action. And you have to start with awareness that there's something different out there and you have to have trust in the middle. Otherwise, mm -hmm. judge by stereotypes, bad things come into place. So mm -hmm. that's what it makes me think of kind of like the cycle of it all. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good, that's a really good and it picture. picture. <laughs> it works on everything, you know? Do it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I love that is it. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And knowing well, those, well, that's, that's the thing is having those specifics, you know, knowing those things that, and uh, that's what she has. She has that like, okay, here, this is what I do. And I I'm, have a tool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know? so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. Well, thank you guys. That was, mm -hmm. that was a really good conversation. I really enjoyed it. Um, thank you. Uh, what, what is the best way to follow you guys? Your Instagram, is that you think the best? Yeah, I think Instagram, um, if you look for Ability Builder, um, it's at Ability Builder. And then we have Facebook, which is under the same Ability Builder. And Twitter mm -hmm. is Builder um, Ability because it was taken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and people can email us at hello at abilitybuilder.com. And if somebody hears this and is a web designer, we have a website, but we want to get it um, to where you deserve to see it. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I, I have to say thanks to both of you because we yeah. learned a lot. There's three people now that I'm going to go research that you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Yeah, too. It's great. yeah. no, it was, it was fun. Thank you guys for coming on. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. dot com.